Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode, and allow me to introduce my guest, or welcome her back into the fold, rather. Ronnie, how are we doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm good. How does it feel to be back? Did you ever expect to be uh, introduced in a setting like this again, in this part of your life that probably feels like another lifetime ago? Um, how does it feel to be back? It's, it's interesting. Uh, no, I never expected to be back. I had pretty much put this all kind of behind me. And, um, and this, is, this is all new to me in, in a lot of ways, because when I did the show, the way it was viewed, the way it was handled, the way we interacted was very different. So this is new and exciting. Yeah. Did you have any trepidation with stepping back into it? Maybe due to like the social media aspect being like a heightened thing? Because back when oh, I was, absolutely. Yeah. When absolutely. you were doing your first shows, I mean, I don't think, <laughs> I don't even know if MySpace, <laughs> did MySpace exist while you were no, still? No, there oh, was no, no MySpace. Right? That came closer to challenges. Um, that honestly, social media was my, was the biggest obstacle um, in terms of me mentally wanting to do this and making a decision. Um, because I'm a very private person, um, and soon later learned that I'm more of an introvert and, um, and I just really went into myself. Actually you say MySpace and I had MySpace and somebody had made like a, um, fake MySpace page about me and then we're doing interviews and like, as oh, me, as you, as me. Yeah. And like, you know, talking about people and I was like, what? And like I went and found this MySpace page. I found the interview. I think I looked up my name. You know, you'd be like, oh, let me look at my name. And I had, you know, it said I did a full interview, like talking about a challenge. And I was like, what? And um, it all boiled down to somebody had a MySpace page and the interviewer, you know, reached out to them on the MySpace page. And then they did this interview. And like my family was like friends with the MySpace page. So, you know, that whole experience made me just shut it down. <laughs> so, so that was the catalyst for... That was the catalyst. That was the moment that I said, um, you know, anything I put out there, um, I need to know what it is and I need to control it and I need to really, you know, yeah. shut it I mean, down. I mean, aside from that experience, of course, I mean, it's gotten like even like bigger to the point now where, you know, when social media is taken apart with these reality shows, these fans, I always joke, the fans care more about it than the actual cast members. <laughs> Cast members, you know, they, they film this stuff, they go home, and, you know, they go about their merry ways, whereas, like, the fans, they swear they were there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, and to an extent, they were. I mean, <laughs> the reason why we do the show is because people watch it, you know, so it's part of the experiment. So when you first got contacted for this thing, how was it like approached for you? Was it season three was like the one call that you got or were you getting called for the first two seasons and then this was a gradual decision? No, I, they have reached out to me like lightly for season two, but it was the very end and it was just kind of like maybe a possibility, but then no. And then I was like, you know, and it didn't, it didn't work out. I was kind of like, I don't know, I need to take time and they didn't have time and and then, you know, they was like, well, we'll reach out for season three. And I really thought, like, they tape it once a year, you know, <laughs> once every couple of years. It was like that. And I was like, great, I'll, you know, I'll take a year to work out and get my life together. Um, and then I went on vacation and just <laughs> forgot about it. And then um, I got the call for season three. And... And then I was like, oh, this is real. I need to actually, you know, get up and walk. 
<laughs> so. What was maybe the deciding factor for you in going back? Because, I mean, we're talking about a big layoff here, right? Almost 20 years since The Gauntlet was your last show, I believe. Yeah, I think it was like 18 years. 18 years? Same thing. No. Um. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the deciding factor for you in terms of like, all right, you know what? I think this might be something I want to dip my toes back into. Um, honestly, COVID. COVID gave the pandemic gave everyone right. But I'll speak for myself. It gave me time to just reflect. And I've been in the house and I've been, you know, just really insulated and um and this was an opportunity and things and and honestly I reached out to to my supervisors and I was like is this even like a possibility I was ready to say no and just like and they was like let's work this out sure you know uh-huh. and then let's get a plan and then I was like oh oh okay <laughs> um and then I was like ah oh, my family my kids my life my husband my day to day and my husband is extremely supportive and he was like don't we're we we're not the reason why you, you can't do it. I, I got this. Like if you if you want to do this, we will support you. And my kids were like, We got this, mommy, you know. And so then all of the natural obstacles that you know I, I mentally have weren't there. And a lot of things came together just in terms of work and workload and just different aspects of my life that usually, you know, how you kind of I still had to juggle, but like it wasn't a true obstacle. It wasn't a, a absolute no. So then it was like, well, why not? You know, like, and, and I, and with the pandemic, you, it really made me realize even more, but that life is short and it's not guaranteed and there's no tomorrow. And so when you have an opportunity in front of you, you, you need to think about what do I have to lose? Uh, my privacy and that I can control, you know, so that's still within my can control. So really I have, nothing to to lose you know I'm, i only have to gain is experience experience and opportunity and how can you say no yeah that's what it's all about i have noticed like with some of the moms that have made their returns right because we all know like mom life is not easy i mean i'm not i haven't been there of course <laughs> but, you know i have a mom so i know that like that is like a thing that's a lot of obstacles to juggle at once and especially during the pandemic a lot of that was even tougher because you know you're in the house in some cases you have to take care of your kids and there's a lot of unknown variables to where once the calls start to come i've noticed with some of the challenge moms they're like huh this might be my chance to finally get my break like my kids are doing all the playing (laughs) this might be my chance to go out and have some play time you know what i mean Um, it's true it's true you know a lot of mom life is dedicated to children and and I am lucky that my children are at an age where um they're not self-sufficient but they're they're not infants right and school had opened back up full time so they were going back to school so that wasn't an obstacle and then it was just about juggling and hiring you know sitters and and just making sure all of that stuff was um set up but I have to do that for my day-to-day anyway to go to work you know so um it was it was it was an opportunity for me to focus on me, um, but more importantly, I, I really just couldn't say no. Like that's not how I live my life. Like my life is like, if if you see something that you you know and you do your pros and cons and there's there's really benefits and there's experiences and there's just excitement. Like why not? You know. Mm-hmm. 
Now, how much of that did you maybe put out of your brain? Like, you know, I'm sure after the time passes, you know, you live your life, you start a family, you're working, you know, you're not often inclined to think about stuff you did in like your 20s or early teens, you know, or late teens. Um, How much of that, like, did you put out of your brain to where like once this thing came back and you're like thinking back to those times when you were doing those shows, how much of that do you even remember? Oh, my memory sucks. I remember absolutely nothing. I like, really? like not a thing. I, I mean, of course, I remember a tad bit, but like, oh, my memory is the worst. I, I, I honestly, I, I think what I've learned about myself just in the recent months is that I have the worst memory. So yes, a lot of it was out of sight, out of mind, and you know, keep pushing forward. And so it's not like I recall like. Oh, I remember when it was just kind of like, you know, you have the the memory of, and the feeling of it and you kind of go like, yeah, that was fun. Like, let's do something fun again. But I can't tell you challenge to challenge and what we did exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember the RV getting stolen on the road rules in Canada? Or did you forget that? Our RV got stolen? No, well, it got it, broken into. Things broken into and things were stolen. Is things what I were stolen. Of course, I remember that. Like... <laughs> Was that when the, Victor- the Victoria's Secret? Uh, yes, that was my Victoria's Secret moment. Like, uh, Yeah, I mean, my whole life at that moment was packed up in a bag and that was taken from me. So I was, um, all of my comforts were gone, you know? And, and so, of course, I'll remember that. Like, that was the first time I had something stolen from me. And I grew up in Harlem. Like, I grew up in New York. And we were in Spokane, Washington, and it got broken into. You know how you go like, seriously? You yeah. know, I was almost mad at myself a little bit just for even leaving it in there. But like, I don't know. <laughs> Didn't Noah's guitars got stolen too? I believe. Yes, Noah's guitar got stolen. Uh, um, in our bag. Yep. Do you, Do you know if like, uh, did they like offer? Um, you know, like MTV, did they like say like, oh, if you guys got stuff stolen, like we'll cover for it or? No. no um. No, we had to just work and make some money and then go, <laughs> go buy some things from thrift stores and like, I don't know, I don't know if there was Walmart then, but like something like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, um, and then we just did extra jobs. And then honestly, whatever little free clothes we got from a challenge, like just wore that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't need as much as you think you do, which was a lesson, you know, um, well, I want to set the stage now. We'll work our way back up to it, of course, and you know, piece the puzzle back together in terms of memories. But what I want to now piece together is and set the stage because we all know that you debuted on Road Rules Northern Trail. But what I like to do with my guests is I want them to like walk me through kind of their process leading up to that audition and why they auditioned. So set the stage for me. Harlem, New York, Ronnie. What, what, um, what led you to try now? I was in high school. I was a senior in high school. It was my favorite show. Uh, my classmates and I would talk about it all the time. Like before, before dance class, we would be in there stretching and just talking about road rules. Um, and when you're a senior in high school and you're just like ready to take on the world, like you, you have this like this freedom, this path ahead of you that is just endless, you know. And so. I would just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Like, and I don't know, at the end of one episode, they put up like, if you want to be on road rules, you know, and you must be 18, I turn 18. And 
And I was like, oh, ma, I want to do this. And she was like, stop talking about it and just do it. And I was like, what you think I should do? Just do it. So one day we like set up a camera, set up um, a video camera, (laughs) (laughs) recorded a tape and um, I don't know, wrote my name and address and information on it and sent it in and just did it. Like, you know, it was just kind of like, stop. My mother really was just like, stop talking about it. So I sent them my audition tape. And then they called me back um, and this all gets a little blurry, but like, I know I did like phone interviews and, you know, just, they would call and talk and just ask questions and interviews upon interviews. I um, mean, it just kept going on. I felt like it went on for, for months. I, I can't tell you how long it really went on, but it, it did feel like a long period of time. And, you know, it would just be next round. And then you get like a long application with a whole bunch of questions and, you know, took time to fill that out while I was filling out college applications and, you know, sent it in and kind of like approached it that way. And um, I hadn't told anybody. I didn't even think it, you know, every round you just kind of go like, oh, this is cool. You know, they'll cut me soon, but this is cool. Like I'm in this. Um, And then you just also like everyone at the time during um, the casting was really cool. So, you know, I would talk to the casting person like, oh, hey, how you doing? And, you know, I'm just having a conversation. Of course, you know, there might be other questions. I, I don't know. I don't even know what the casting process is truly like. But um, it just went on until it was um, the end of senior year. I was getting ready for my prom. And, like, right before prom, they sent, like, a box of stuff and was like, look, we haven't narrowed it down yet, but you're, like, we have, I think they said, like, 10. And, you know, I think before it was five, we were the first six group. But, you know, there's, we have 10 finalists. We're sending everyone bags and a whole bunch of, you know, clothes and this and shoes and hiking and blah, blah, blah. And so just be packed and we will let you know if it's go time this weekend. If not, then you get to keep everything as a consolation prize and just, you know, go enjoy your prom and just, you know, I'll, I'll be in touch with you. And that's kind of where it was left off. You know, how you'd be like, all right, well, I, I mean, I'll pack. <laughs> and I went to prom. and um. And they pulled me from my prom. In the middle of it. In the middle of it. I mean, honestly, I almost didn't even go to prom, which is the funny part. My prom date, like, broke his ankle or I don't even know. It was somebody that, you know, outside of school that I knew but didn't really know. But, like, like, and then, like, he, like, broke his ankle, twisted his ankle, ended up on crutches and couldn't go. And I wasn't going to go. And I was like, I can't go to the prom. I don't have a prom date. And, um... And my friend called me from my dance company and he was just calling to, you know, wish me good luck on the prom and just say, have fun. And I was like, I'm not going. And he was like, oh, yes, you are. And I was like, I'm not going. He was like, what time? I'm coming. I'm coming to pick you up. You are going. And he like came and picked me up, uh, you know, one of my dance partners. And he was like, we are, you, you are not going to sit around and cry about this. And so it kind of really worked like things happen for a reason. Right. And I got there. And we weren't even there that long. It, it really didn't feel like we were there that long. And then all of a sudden, um, there were two Ronnies in my class. So all of a sudden, like, people are coming and there's a whole commotion and, and, you know, someone's trying to drag the other Ronnie out. And I was like, what? You're not even like, what is going on? And they was like, we're from Rhode And I was like, it's me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Take me. And, uh, and then they took me. And then we left. <laughs> Wow. You realize how much of a, like a movie scene that sounds like right now, Ronnie? Like that, like think about I know, it's, that. It's unbelievable. I mean, you know what? And honestly, I had, 
I I have forgotten about this. I had to go back and and watch some of whatever's out there of my season, and it's just it's like to watch it again and just like it was just so fun to watch because you know you go like I was like kidnapped from my prom, <laughs> you know, and yeah. alone across country. So it was. I it think was your cool. your bio for your road rule season actually says something around those lines. I don't know if kidnap was the term used, but the, it was something snatched, taken snatched <laughs> I mean, I mean, we got blindfolded and, like, taken out and, like, put into a car. <laughs> that is literally a scene from a movie. So the, It is. <laughs> so had that not occurred, like, at your prom, it was your original date, like, got hurt, and then someone else was taking you. Yeah. What do you mean? How did that? I was there with my friend, and I, like, turned to him and was like, I have to go. I auditioned for him. I hadn't even told anyone because I didn't want to tell people. And then you not get it. And then it's like, oh, you didn't get it? Like, how did that, like, so I didn't really tell anyone. It was just something I was, I sent off and I was just doing. And I, even down to, um, I flew out there for the um, final interview and I didn't tell anyone, you know, I just went out there. I was like, I get to go to California. It was like a short trip weekend or something. I flew out, did the final interview, came home. Um, and I still didn't think anything of it. Mm. Well, you definitely, I would say, got placed in the right spot, you know, as far as like road rules. Of course, it was a road rules tryout, of course. But I think even if it was like a real world road rules process, I think you got placed in the right area. Because if I remember correctly, a lot of your story, you were very much so into like dancing and you were like into photography. Was that like what you were majoring in too, I believe? Um, No, I went to high school for dance. And I mean, and when I did the audition process, they asked me if I wanted to do real world. And I was like, absolutely not. Um, I mean, it's just not my personality. Um, So yeah, it was like finding the right home. You know, it was, it, it was and is amazing. I mean, but I get excited about those kinds of things. Like that's, especially then I was like physically fit (laughs) and um, just could do a lot. So it's just, and I just wanted to travel. Like that was the real like catalyst. I wanted to go out and see the world. I thought we was going to be traveling the world. I just was like, and this is the opportunity that I need and want and get to hang out with some cool people and do clues, you know? Yeah. Did you, how did you feel like you fit in with the group? Did you feel like any ostracized at all? Or f- did you feel like you fit in? Um, you know, what's funny, growing up in New York, you kind of go like, I, I've experienced all kinds of different cultures and all kinds of different people. And what I realized is that New York is a bubble. And when I was taken out of that bubble, I, I felt alone most of the time because I didn't, I didn't gel, not like I didn't get along, but I just, you know, a lot of them watch the same TV shows. They listen to the same kind of music. They, you know, culturally were were more similar, grew up in the suburbs and just had different life experiences than I did. And so that on top of traveling in and out the border of the U.S. and Canada, but like just some parts of the country where there's not a lot, let's just be honest, there just wasn't a lot of Black people. You know, I would walk into a place and people would look at me. And you know how you kind of go like, oh, this is the first time I'm experiencing that, you know? Um, and so that was mind boggling and eye opening. Um, and so a lot of the times, yeah, I, 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 but I would also like, I would get on a bike 
we had like these awesome mountain bikes and I would just ride for hours. Like they would just like, all right, let me record you riding off. And I would just get on a bike and ride because I also, I didn't drink at the time. And so they would like hang out and drink. And I was like, ah, I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna go explore. Yeah, I think it was like one of those episodes when weren't you guys supposed to be like meeting your family and friends or something like that? Yeah. And they, it was like a big problem on their part or something. That's the episode everyone remembers. Um, that was at the end of the season, though. We had pretty much we not pretty much we had traveled across country, um, and we were in New York, and um, and I think we, we were working on like a book or something, and and the cast, you know, I was like, well, let's go meet my dance company, and then we'll go hang out with my friend, and um, Noah ended up coming with me, um, and then everyone else stayed in the hostel to finish up the book, and they were supposed to meet me, and then they didn't, and. And the rest is history, right? Like, then that's where, you know, you just kind of go, like, you don't want to get to know about me. And I had my moment, um, rightly so. And, um, and, then, and then we ended the show, <laughs> like, a week later. <laughs> and is that where it ended as far as, like, the relationships went with you guys? Or were there any uh, relationships, I guess, maybe forged once the show uh, concluded? Um. I kept in contact. I, you know, I'm still in contact. I'm like Facebook friends with Tara and Noah and Dan. I don't, I haven't been in contact with John just because. Oh, did you disappear? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I haven't been in contact with John just because I don't have his contact information, not because of anything personal. I mean, I, I think for me, it was just kind of like it, it ended and I was just like, well, now I know. And and now you guys are more of an acquaintance, right? Like, you you, you know, it just kind of like when you drop back from, I mean, of course, we had experienced so much together that like you can't not have a relationship. You can't just one moment. But it is one of those things where, you know, it dampened our friendships a little bit. But then from there, you just start to experience other things together. Like I would, went out to L.A. a couple of times just because a lot of things, a lot of the cast and crew and everybody was L.A. based and. I think like we went to the MTV Music Awards or something that was in LA and I stayed with Tara, you know, and, and then you just develop a, a new relationship outside of the show. Um, and then just go on. Yeah, it's like a cousin element to it, you know, you all yeah, experience exactly. like this, this thing that you, it's an unspoken thing, you know, you can't take it away from you, but you're not always going to be like, you know, wearing matching uh, socks with your cousin and exactly. going out on picnics <laughs> exactly. and stuff. So. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you brought up the whole LA thing though because I like to call this the running of the bulls I don't know what it was like for the road rules people specifically in your case but I know a very popular thing with real worlders is is as soon as their original show gets wrapped everybody's like what's my next move what am I going to do how am I going to parlay this 15 minutes of fame they all like go out to LA and pursue like opportunities and stuff I know speaking engagements and bar tours are big things are those two avenues that you dipped into following your road rules? Um, so after our show, like, or after, I think at the time, they would send us to, like, almost like a, a media training, speaking engagement, like, kind of weekend training thing. And it would be like a whole group of us go up. So I did that. But in doing that, I, um, you know what, this whole thing has been, like, learning about myself, right? And that was another lesson, which was, like, I don't like speaking to large groups of people. Like it, I got so afraid and I just was like, 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You know, and it was like, I want to make this extra money. I want to, you know, I'm going to go to college. I want to have a little side thing and go speak to people and go hang out, but I couldn't do it. I, I got such stage fright. Really? Um, that, so I didn't, I didn't end up doing all of that. Like I just kind of went on flight, went to college, um, and then continued on from there. But yeah, a lot of people will go to LA and I don't know. I, I just think because Buena Mary is based in LA and just so much. And then like LA has beautiful weather and like, you know, and people move out there and they start to take on different things. But I, I, I did not. I went home. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm definitely someone that uh, contrary to some belief, I'm someone that likes to tiptoe into a room, not make a big uh, yeah. grand entrance. So. <laughs> I, I I get your sentiments there, but um, yeah. you did go on to do two challenges, and many people know you as Ronnie 2.0, as in two for two on being <laughs> victorious on both their challenge seasons. <laughs> so I would That's assume funny. that, because back then, I would think that people didn't go on to these things like, oh, I'm looking for my stats or I'm going to do this. I'm sure it was more so about like, okay, this is an experience, another travel thing. You know, I'm getting paid to be here. I'm getting unlimited alcohol. I'm doing a lot of fun things, you know, back then. Whereas like, I'm sure now you're going on to All-Stars, the one that's coming up, thinking like, well, this thing changed so much since I was last here. I mean, look, I've watched it change over the years. While I haven't watched the shows, um, I've watched snippets, you know, there's some seasons I'll watch a couple episodes and then not watch for a long time. So yes, it's all changed, but like, I think reality TV has changed, you know, so it's not, it's not the same. It, you know, everything became a competition, everything, you know, it was like waves of like, then you start voting each other off and then like casting is different and the whole vibe of it is different. Um, I really did the show because it was my favorite show and I wanted to travel. I did not think about the television aspect of it. I did not it wasn't until after the show aired that I was like, oh my gosh, like the attention, like, okay, this is, this is not, this is not me. I'm like private. Um, and so like going into acting and doing all of that wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, and it, it just, and then over the years, it was just kind of like, if they called me and I could do it, I would do it. So I did the two challenges um, until the point where I started my career and, it wasn't worth me losing the opportunity of a career, you know? Was it weird watching yourself back? Because I know a lot of people don't like to watch themselves back. They have, like, for whatever reason or another, maybe they have trepidation with, like, just seeing themselves do something on screen that they already lived out. Or maybe some people just don't care. Or other people love seeing themselves back. What was, what was maybe your stance? Um... I mean, here's the beauty of not being on all the episodes. You don't have to watch yourself back too much. A lot of times, I mean, honestly, my family would get mad at me. They'd be like, why are we watching this if you're not on there? Hey, like, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, you went all the way on both your challenges that you did. I did. I stuck around, but I, I never truly had like a um, a main story or any, you know, where that I would, to go back and watch it would be like cringeworthy. It, it just... I didn't, I never had an issue to go back and watch it. I just didn't because I would watch the new season or go do something else. Um, but yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying like when they saw you resurface on all stars, they're like, 
this is the era that Ronnie belongs in because they say back when you were doing your first two shows is when the shows were not maybe sporty competition based. I think that back then people didn't take women competition as seriously. You were like a strong person woman wise on that show to where now it's like people are starting to take a tide differently with viewing women's sports more seriously, women's competition more seriously to where now people are like, this is the era that Ronnie belongs in, whereas back then it was like entertainment-wise, and um, pe- yeah, I, you know, I, I think I peaked in the right era. <laughs> I think I think I, I I was there when I needed to be there, right? Because I I don't I know I wouldn't do it now, um, in terms of just entering it. Like um, I have had experience. I know what to expect a little bit more. Just like. I wouldn't I wouldn't jump full full in and just go apply to a show now. So I, I peaked at the right time. I got to have fun. I got um I left it with great memories. Um I mean I did the gauntlet and that was a little bit more competitive, but it wasn't like what they're doing now and that was I had fun. <laughs> like, I really we got to hang out and just enjoy each other. So I, I'm glad I did it when I did. And you know, in terms of like women and not being taken serious like you know that that's not that's not a new thing that's not just on a show thing that's day-to-day life that's always so I think that's something that um as a woman of color I deal with every day of my life so you know then now or whenever that wasn't going to change that hasn't changed much no absolutely and I, I know a big moment from the gauntlet that uh, I don't know if you remember this or not, but people love this. It's like your signature moment. This is um, it was like a log mission where you had to stand on a on a moving log and you won that one. You outlasted everybody. I but- did. I did. My dance came in handy. Oh, those years of dance. <laughs> well, you didn't just beat anybody. The last person that you outlasted was is actually a WWE wrestler now. So. I know. Good for the Miz. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm focused and I'm dedicated. You know, I'm a competitive person. Like, I, and when I get in a zone and when I can click into the zone and when it comes together, like, I just had to focus on my little steps and that's all. I remember I. There was a bird cage on like a terrace across somewhere. And all I did was like, just stay focused on a bird cage. Like, don't look over, don't listen, like zone them all out and just stay focused on that bird cage. And that's all like, that's, that's, that's what I remember from that challenge. Like, you know, you just go like, you know, a balance check here and there, but like, I knew I could do it, but I, I wasn't even caught up in who was going down and who was falling off and who I was left with and how big or how small. Um, it was a good one. Yeah, I did notice, like, during that thing, you weren't even, like, you were just staring off into the distance, whereas, like, Miz was, like, staring, staring, like... Oh, he was trying to break me down. <laughs> staring a hole through <laughs> And I, you know, I still, I I don't even remember him looking, like, towards, like, afterwards. Now, that's something I can watch back, and I go, like, oh, yeah, he was really staring at me. But in the moment, it was just, like, just don't fall. Don't fall, because then you're going to get voted. Don't fall. Don't fall. You're going to get voted. Don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> So how many people did you remember, if any, from uh, the back in the days once you arrived for All-Stars? Um, I mean, there were, I mean, so I did, the, I, I did and I won the gauntlet with um, Darrell and Veronica. Um, uh, LT was on the gauntlet with me, so I remembered him. I, I remember people when I see them. 
I just don't remember all of the details about, <laughs> about when I last saw them and what we did and said. Um, I remember Cynthia because she did like oh wait yeah kind of you... Olympic thing with against it... us. Oh, it was at the end of our season, and she was starting off like on the first challenge. So we competed against them. Um, and no one else I really remembered <laughs> or knew. <laughs> you didn't remember Tina? I thought you two were like. Oh, no, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Of course. How can you? You can't forget Tina. Tina well, is she like. Let, she won't let you forget her if you do. She is amazing. Her energy, her energy is amazing. I love her. You can't forget Tina. No. Well, she wouldn't let you forget her. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for uh, giving me your time today. I had a fun time chatting with you and maybe walking down memory lane a little bit. For those who enjoyed this as well, you could check Ronnie out on Wednesday on Paramount Plus. Ronnie, I'm excited to see you return. And um, thank you. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you for having me. This wasn't as painful as I thought it would be. <laughs> I tried. I tried, Ronnie. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Take care. Bye.